You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday to you all. A lot to get you ahead on this episode of the Locked On Utes podcast. But of course, it is a holiday weekend, Brian. We've got Independence Day or the 4th of July upcoming on Sunday. What are you doing this weekend, my friend? You can't see me, those of you who are listening, but right now I've got my sun hat on. I got my Hawaiian shirt, swim trunks, flip flops. I got spatulas in each hand, Jake. I'm ready to go. We're going to grill and chill all weekend long. That's what we like to hear. We'll talk about that a little bit more, get uh, Brian's plans in detail, get mine as well. We'll get those ahead on today's show. We'll also continue our 10 pack, our countdown of the greatest moments in the last 10 years in the Pac 12 for the Utes. Talking about Parker Van Dyke's maybe finest moment as a member of the running Utes. And, of course, we'll also continue with the conversation involving name, image, and likeness. We threw it out on social media last night asking for the endorsements or the sponsorships. You, as Ute fans, want to see Ute players have in this new era of college athletics. We'll get to all of that ahead on today's show. What do you say, Brian? What should we do now? No time like the present, and the present is a gift, Jake, so let's give the people what they want. That's more Utah talk. Let's do that thing. This is the Locked on Utes podcast for July 2nd, 2021. Once again, this is the Locked On Utes podcast. A big thank you for joining us here on your daily podcast focused on all things University of Utah Athletics. My name is Jay Catch. That is Brian Brown, my fearless co-host, the brown bear in the chair himself. Hope you guys are all doing great out there. And Brian, what is the biggest thing about Independence Day that you'd enjoy the most? Like, What do you enjoy the most about America's birthday? Jake, holy cow. Uh, I don't get stumped very often, but this is my second favorite holiday, and I think most people would look at me like I'm crazy, but uh, the first being obviously Thanksgiving, because every holiday of choice for me revolves around food. Fourth of July has everything. It's got watermelon, and I don't care if you like it or not. Like I like eating watermelon on the Fourth of July. It's very American of me. Uh, it's got patriotism. Usually we have fireworks. Hopefully we'll at least get something, um, you know, uh, to celebrate some way somehow. I bought some glow sticks, so I'm excited about that. Uh, food, never-ending food. I just like to start my day out with a waffle. Getting on the grill. It's just it's the penultimate way to celebrate. A great opportunity for a new beginning, right? There's no doubt about that. I'm with you on that. We'll we'll dig more into Fourth of July plans with you guys here later on in the podcast. But reminder for you guys, if you haven't done so already, we want your guys' ratings and reviews. We're creeping up on a hundred five star reviews. Well, not all of them are five stars. Most of them are, but we want you guys' ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts nearing that hundred mark and cannot thank you guys enough for doing so. And you guys are an important part of this podcast success. So thank you in advance for doing that. Uh, Brian, one note on the 4th of July. I got uh, a good friend actually tipped me off to some, some filet mignon that was on sale. I'll tell you this much, the Hatch family is going to be eating like kings this weekend. 
I don't think people realize quite the grill setup you have, Jake. You've basically established like the man cave on your patio. You've got grills on all sides of you. Uh-huh. Got the smoker. Got the uh, the Blackstone, right? I got a Blackstone. I've got a Traeger. I actually even have a gas grill. It's like a Pro Series Charbroil brand. That, funny enough, the Blackstone and the the Traeger have actually replaced it. So I do have quite the setup, and I can guarantee you this: they're going to be in heavy use and heavy rotation this weekend. As they should be. This is the perfect weekend for that kind of thing. It's a great opportunity to really sell yourself, Jake, <laughs> on on what your favorite activity is. And just by coincidence, what's going on in college football right now? Yeah, what a transition there. Well done, sir. Well, name, image, and likeness is, of course, the topic du jour, of course, in college athletics. Student athletes seemingly signing deals left and right over the past 24-plus hours, getting money for their name, image, or likeness, the rights to that. And we obviously are going to be talking more specifically about the University of Utah in this vein, but... What have been your impressions of the early, I guess, returns on this, Brian? I, I, I'm kind of intrigued by what we're seeing with this market. Uh, we're seeing some student-athletes really think highly of their name, image, and likeness. Others are essentially saying, I'll take anything and everything you give to me. What have been your impressions so far? It's been a roller coaster, and I think what started off as really fun and exciting and interesting for me initially became very... Uh, challenging by the end of it because I think there's so much that we really just don't know still and I probably sound like a broken record to most people in in regards to that but we we're lucky to be a part of a great network of a lot of diehard college podcasters Mm -hmm. and so we had access to a lot of different platforms a lot of different information and it was fascinating to watch as the day drug on how prices changed right and access to athletes changed and how you know, even the Locked On Network started off with a bang, having, I believe it was Michigan State's punter tweet about Locked On Spartans. Yep. And that kind of started a trend on the internet of, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's any good, but you should definitely give it a listen. It's <laughs> a brilliant tweet, by the way. It was. And and it, for those who don't know, the, the Michigan State Locked On guys are some of the funniest people out there. I think there was one post-game video where it was just one of the hosts drinking a beer. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know, maybe even if you aren't a Spartans fan, it might be worth listening to. But at the same time, as the day wore on, it got less and less fun and exciting and crazy. And you could just kind of see the holes in everything, right? Like yep. there are a lot of people that are trying to figure this out. And now, of course, every single podcast, radio host, media member is going to try and get after these athletes. We've thrown out the open invitation. Whatever whatever athlete wants to come on here and promote their brand, promote themselves, we would love to have it. You know, this is a safe space for you as they like to say but at the same time it was discouraging yeah no i i kind of agree with you on that because i think this is going to take some uh it's gonna take a period for this to kind of settle and become uh, i think more of a stable i guess platform and a stable like era in college sports because it's just so volatile right now but at the same time I think there's a lot of good things that are going to come out of this as well. There will also be unintended consequences. We're all aware of that, and those still kind of remain to be seen what ultimately will be the outcomes. But we threw it out on so- 
social media last night asking for Utah fans to weigh in with the sponsorships they wanted to see from student-athletes at the University of Utah, whether endorsements, sponsorship deals, whatever it might be. And, of course, I threw in the caveat when I put this out there saying, hey, we were taking both funny and serious takes are welcome, so fire away. And the first one that came in, and I got to say, it was actually a great one to start on, Wits Cavs at Swat Mary saying, Nick Ford, sponsored by Gus Paulus Chevrolet. Got a got a real comedian out there, uh, but good news for Swat Mary. He got his fourth episode, so uh, shout out to him. Well done, sir. We love you. You're one of our favorites and, and started us off on the right foot. I'm going to flip the script on that a little bit. I felt like the car one was a little too obvious, so I'm going to go with Camp Chef because this is Chef 4RD. Chef Ford out there, he's cooking in the kitchen, and he's flipping pancakes on the gridiron. Camp Chef, the perfect sponsor for Nick Ford. Absolutely. I, I'm with you on that. He he is actually a magician in the, just in terms of what he's cooking up all the time, it feels like. And I agree with you. It'd be good to have something like Camp Chef sponsoring him. But why not? Why not have some fun if you're Gus, Gus Paul Chevrolet or any other Chevrolet dealer? Have a guy with the last name Ford sponsoring your Chevys. I think it'd be absolutely hilarious. All right. Other ones that came in here at Cycling Ute, he said Mo Betas. Okay. Here's the thing, Brian. Mo Betta's better be a part of this, but if it is anything other than an offensive or defensive lineman being endorsed by Mo Betta's, I'm going to have an issue with it. <laughs> we think alike that the uh, the whole uh, Mo Betta's crew is, is built like us, Jake. Mm -hmm. They're built to be in the trenches. Uh, some of the best people you ever meet. I think the real question is, is that who do you go after if you're Mo Betta? It's a shame that Kairos Tonga is gone because I think he would be the perfect candidate for that one. Oh, yeah, down at BYU, no doubt about that. I think on Utah's side of things, a guy like Vianne Mawala probably is, like, I would imagine, is probably the guy you're looking at. That's just my personal opinion. Mika Tafua. I like Mika a lot, but he does just not like to me. You want one of those big space eating defensive tackles or an offensive lineman who's just a road grader. That's who you want sponsoring this. So I guess Vianne Mawala is probably the guy I'm looking at. And if Vianney's not into it, I think Simote Peppa, who's sure. home from a mission and looking like a monster already, will be next up in line for sure. No doubt about that. All right. Um, Taylor at T Prism weighed in. He said, Park Cafe SLC. Okay. Park Cafe, absolutely, I would imagine, is going to be a part of this at some level. If they're not, I'd be surprised. They do a lot of stuff with Real Salt Lake. Shout out to the boys over at the RSL show, as well as uh, uh, Bleeding Claire and Cobalt with Trey Fitzgerald. They are very engrossed with the guys at Park Cafe. I'm a big fan of Park Cafe, and who do you think from Utah should be sponsoring this? I know there have been a lot of athletes from the University of Utah who like to go eat there, but I just can't think of one who I say is, that's the person. Yeah, it's it's a tough one for sure, but I think uh, Park Cafe, Parking Cars, Nick Ford has Ooh. the last name of a card, so maybe Nick Ford double dips on this one. Okay, I like that a lot. Well done, and sir. And the best part about it is you could probably get him in the kitchen for a little bit of it too, right? No doubt about that. They could actually probably do like a whole series of him cooking stuff there at Park Cafe. There's no doubt about that. Uh, a couple other responses coming in here. Uh, next man up, URJ Ball. This is a great one, Brian, because I know it's going to tweak mm -hmm. BYU fans. I think the Utah football team should buy rivals because they deserve to be compensated for already owning theirs. Mic drop. There's nothing you could add to that. Well played, sir. You get a, a, a golf clap from the Locked on Utes podcast. Yeah, well done. Well done. That was a good one. And then finally here, the last one I, I am seeing here, Brian, feel free to let me know if I'm missing any. Jim Hutchison at Kabi. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. K-H-A-B-I. He says, Booth Gotch, T-Mobile, 
talking about how easy it is to switch carriers. This one got an absolute guffaw out of me the first time I, I read it, and I was I just happened to be hanging out with Ute Zone Insider Steve Bartle, who saw it over my shoulder and laughed out loud as well. So well done with that one. It, it's really hard to beat that one. Um, it's a it, it's just it's beautiful. It's yeah. art. So uh, <laughs> another another. Yep. Subtle got, clap from us. We've got some good listeners that had some fun on the social media with this. And feel free to continue the conversation, by the way. Follow Locked On Use. Feel free to weigh in any time. You can check out Brian's work at Brown Bear SLC. I am at Jacob C. Hatch and love hearing from you guys. And continue to send those in. We'd love to get your guys' takes on them. We'll work them into future episodes of the show as well. But in the basketball vein of things, Brian, we're going to talk our continue. Well, actually, not talk. We're going to continue our 10-pack countdown talking about one of the fun, great moments in the career of Parker Van Dyke, playing for Larry Kriskoviak, one of the epic comebacks, by the way, of Utah basketball history. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. First, though, today's show is brought to you in part by BetOnline.ag. Brian and I are big fans of BetOnline because we can pretty much bet on anything we want, Brian. That's That's the simple fact of the matter. You go on there, if you have an interest, let's say, in cricket, I guarantee they got odds for you for whatever happens to be going in the test world of cricket that day. I don't know why you wouldn't want to check in on the world of cricket, Jake. We're in the off season for anything else that matters right now. Uh, soccer's not playing any day every day anymore, so why not? Yeah, take advantage of it now, guys. They've got all of it for you. NBA playoffs, the Stanley Cup final. No matter what your interest might be sports betting-wise, betonline.ag has got the answer for you guys. Sign up for free today using your mobile device or your computer. It's really simple to do. And while you're on the website, when you make your first deposit, take advantage of the welcome bonus they're offering to all of our listeners. It's a 50% welcome bonus, 5-0. You can get it by using the promo code LOCKEDON when you make your first deposit at betonline.ag. It's free money. It's all all courtesy of Bet Online, as they are your online sportsbook experts. It's a two-point game with six seconds. Watch the trail, man. They trailed by as many as 22. It's Van Dyke for the win. He got it. Utah has done the unthinkable. After trailing by 22, they win it 93. Watch Cedric Bearfield. He crosses over, flips it back. Nothing but the bottom of the net. And the Utes storm into Southern California and take not one, but take both wins. This one, impossibly. That right there is one of the funnest and most epic comebacks I have seen in recent memory. Of course, the win in 2019 for the University of Utah men's basketball program, Parker Van Dyke hitting a buzzer-beating three to lift the Utes past the Bruins 93-92. to Brian, I think this was a perfect pick as part of the 10-pack countdown we got going here. It's the epitome of a moment, right? And, yeah. and we've tried to select more than just a game or a score or something like that. We like the idea of having an actual moment to remember. I think this, as much as anything, is a legendary moment, both for Parker Van Dyke, who sort of cemented his legacy as a Ute legend in this one, and and that's not to disparage his play before that, but it's hard to play basketball your entire life and top a shot like that. I mean, you and I both know from our extensive careers in church ball (laughs) that those kinds of game winners only come along very, very rarely. 
Uh, I can tell you this much. I have never hit a game winner in basketball in my life. I've seen plenty of them in my sports watching days, but I can only imagine just kind of the feeling of that, and especially the the stage that Parker Van Dyke was on there. Because in that game, as many of you might recall, Utah trailed by as many as 22 points. That came with about 12 minutes to go. They carved that uh, deficit down to 12 points with just under three minutes to go, and then just stunningly, they come out with that victory, 93-92, to and Brian, you heard in the highlight there, you heard them talk about everything that was happening during that play, but the bigger thing is, watching the video, you and I both watched it together, man, it brings back some really cool memories, and it's kind of fun to just look at what happened during that whole sequence. There's a lot to look at in this clip, right? I think the one part about it is Doug Gottlieb had the shot down from the very jump, knew exactly what was going on, said, watch the trail man Mm -hmm. as Parker inbounded it to said Bearfield. Bearfield does a great job of of selling it as he goes down the court. Just a nice little toss back to PVD who raises up from deep. He's he's darn near Jimmer range right there. Uh, But the fun part about it was watching the bench reactions. I have no idea where DeMarlo Slocum was trying to go. Guess what? (laughs) Neither did DeMarlo. He looked like a safety who just watched his buddy intercept a quarterback, and he was about to make a house call bumping into everyone and everything on his way to chase PVD down the court. Sneaky aspect of this one. Did you expect Andy Hill to beat him in a foot race? Because I did not. No. I did not. No, I did not, honestly. And the thing is about with coaches is I've, I've asked coaches about those moments in the past, and it wasn't about this moment in particular. I've never asked Marlo Slocum about it, but I'm completely with you. I literally, and I've been talking with other coaches, they don't necessarily know what they're going to do. It's just it's a spontaneous reaction in the moment. You, you see that shot go in, and you just immediately erupt. And Slocum probably is just running around to run around, honestly. And that's, that's the fun part about that whole deal, is that these are moments that you will remember forever. As you mentioned, Parker Van Dyke solidified his legacy as a member of the running Utes with that one shot. Like you mentioned, you don't want to disparage his play before or after that, but the simple fact of the matter is you hit a shot like that, you're going to be remembered for many, many years to come. You are, and it was. there's a lot of uh, parts of that clip. Uh, we'll try and post it from the uh, Twitter account so you can give it a watch here at some point in time, but there's the forlorn look on, on the UCLA coach's face. Yep. I don't believe it was Mick Cronin. I believe it was uh, was it a it was a uh, interim coach at that point, right? I think you're right on that. I'm trying to remember who it is, but uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, if I recall correctly, uh, Steve Alford had been fired before that, um, uh, and, and uh, it, you know that that was that was an interesting moment to watch that one. Uh, also fascinating to see that a viral GIF came out of that, as we have the oh my gosh woman in the yep. stands afterwards uh so in in a lot of respects it's become a legendary moment but i also think it was one of those galvanizing moments for the basketball program a program that had kind of run across some hard times and parker van dyke especially who had come in with so much uh hype and expectation was just kind of waiting for a moment to leave a legacy behind and uh just really excited for him 
having done that. Also very excited to see what he's done locally recently in the Powder League. I was going to say, the Powder League, he's actually leaving a legacy there. And the Powder League deal, by the way, Brian, I don't know how many people actually know about this. This is some high-level basketball, honestly. You've got, you got legit NBA players playing with former college stars here locally who are now playing professionally all over the world. And you even have some current college uh, standouts playing in this league. If you want to watch high-level basketball, you don't have to go very far. All you got to do is, is it an American Preparatory Academy there in Drapers where they're hosting these? That's correct. Yeah, and and you're you're not wrong. There's a lot of high flying basketball going on right there. Uh, Rajon Tucker has been a nightly yeah. showman, uh, former Jazz man, trying to work his way back into the NBA. We've seen Jarrell Brantley show up. A couple of Jazz players have showed up to watch. There is a lot of high flying action going on there, both uh, in, in terms of dunks and also uh, Parker Van Dyke, the legend, dropping 24 in the first half to help Team Berger. Uh, blow pass in the 18-point deficit. And let me tell you, you thought he was on fire against UCLA. He was scorching hot against, uh, I I don't even know who they were playing um, because they just obliterated the team so badly (laughs) that they no longer exist. Uh, but you can catch those games. They're, they're being broadcast or, or streamed, I should say, on KSL Sports, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, game Night Live Rewind will we'll cut up clips and, and throw those out as well. It's kind of fun. But it's also a great way to see some of those former legends we've seen. This will interest Utah fans. We've seen some clips with Booth Gotch and Lahat Chun perfecting the alley-oop. So that's been fun. Yeah, the, the 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 fun part is you're seeing some of these guys out there. Former Ute uh, Ryland Jones going up to Utah State. He's been playing in this as well. If you want to watch some fun basketball, like you said, you can watch it streaming. They also send it selling tickets to it. I know it's limited capacity there at APA Draper, but if you want to go out and watch it in person, you can do that as well. And that's the fun part about this is I think we're going to see the the Powder League continue to grow in significance and just kind of the overall uh, profile of it. Because if you continue to get the level of play they're getting, like guys. Like Parker Van Dyke. By the way, you know Parker Van Dyke was playing in Tallinn, Estonia this past year. <laughs> Before that, he was supposed to play with uh, the Tijuana. Yeah, what is it? the Mexican League. I don't remember what the name of it is. Yeah, I, I want to say it was Donkeys, but I made that <laughs> it may just be a Freudian slip there. No, the the, the, the no, it's not the Donkeys. I, I know I know exactly what you're referring to, though. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's the fun part about it is you're getting guys who literally are playing all over the globe. They're coming home. They're playing right here in their proverbial backyard and. By the way, the level of basketball is just absolutely phenomenal. So check that out. Yeah, if you if you've seen Rucker League basketball or oh, yeah. Drew League basketball in the summer, it, it's very much a similar kind of uh, experience. It's worth it. The state loves basketball. We should support it. I do need to clarify: it's not the Tijuana Donkeys; it's the Tijuana Zonkeys that he was supposed Zonkeys, to play for. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, yeah. So good times all the way around, and that was a really, really fun moment. And we'll continue on with these ten pack. The countdown we've been doing: we're we're four deep so far. I guess the mention is ten packs. We still got six to go. And just another clarification: I know some of you are probably wondering when are we going to talk about football. Football will have its own ten pack once we finish. The I guess the non-football 10-pack here. All right, Brian, uh, we'll wrap up the show next, get some final thoughts ahead of Independence Day weekend come upcoming. But first, let's talk about something that can help people in terms of trying to, I guess, curb their appetite ahead of their big feast this weekend. Let's talk about Built Bar. 
You don't have to pull my leg on that one, Jake, because I'm all aboard talking about the best tasting protein bars on the planet. It's because they use real chocolate. It's because they use whey protein. It's because they have less than five grams of sugar per bar. It's because it's under 200 calories. That makes it a very healthy snack. That whey protein is good for you, help you develop your muscles, solidify your bones, give you the kind of strength to keep going throughout the day. What else do we need to tell you to convince you to go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15? I'm just, I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the nine delicious flavors they got available to you guys. They got like coconut almond. My my all-time favorite, Cherry Barcia, is on there. They've got mint brownie, peanut butter brownie. I'll guarantee you this. You will find at least one to two flavors that you will absolutely love, but in my personal opinion, you'll probably have five, six, or seven that you will love. Like Brian said, get to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Save some money and enjoy the best tasting protein bars and do it with Built Bar. All right, folks, before we go here on a Friday, got a couple of things we need to touch on. Let's start off with the Elite 11, Brian. It's taking place in Southern California, the Elite 11 finals, and the Utes, one of their quarterback commits, Nate Johnson. He is taking part down there in Southern California, and I'm hoping that he has a standout weekend this weekend because I think he deserves it. Yeah, I think you and I both, uh, some of the early uh, results from him have him as a top seven, top eight guy. Regardless, this Elite 11 camp is legitimate. It's run by a lot of people that you've likely heard of in the quarterback training industry. Trent Dilfer, a massive part about it. Uh, Jordan Palmer, one of the instructors. Uh, Michael Gervais, who is the head mental performance coach for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, big influence on it all. So they do a lot of really great things with teaching these young quarterbacks the the ins and outs of not just the on-field work, but also the off-field work. And it's proven itself uh, valuable as we've seen a lot of quarterbacks that have been through the Elite 11 process have made it to the NFL and ended up being starters. Well, we can't forget about our good our, our good friend Yogi Roth. He's also a part of this. Yogi does a great job with uh, his role in the uh, Elite Eleven. And the, the the thing about this is, Brian, I think many people the Elite Eleven in their minds has kind of fallen by the wayside with the rise of all these individual coaches that have, oh, I guess, the throwing coaches that each of these prospects seems to have. But the one thing I like about the Elite Eleven, it allows these top level quarterbacks to get together in the same rooms on the same field, and they get to show off their skills and the nice part is you have got Nate Johnson right there with some of the best of the best in terms of the upcoming recruiting class and he has his opportunity to show you know what I am right here among the best 20 or so quarterbacks in the country and I think any fan that that is following this or or maybe doesn't know that much about the Elite 11 is hoping that maybe he gets named as the finalist or the winner that's not what this is about for him. He is a guy who needs some polish and needs a little bit of experience like this. He's got a lot of phenomenal raw tools. He throws an incredible ball with a ton of zip on it. That's what's going to help him the most. He's going to be around the elite of the country. He's going to feel more at home with that. He's going to get that that extra uh, shine and polish on his game so that when he does make it into his senior year, he can take off and from there go come up to the University of Utah and hopefully hit the ground running. Yeah, that's, that's the fun part about it. So best of luck to Nate Johnson as he continues to compete there in the Elite 11 Finals. We'll have a full recap for you guys next week on the podcast of that. And Brian, something I'm implementing here on the podcast, of course with your blessing, is we're going to start doing what we call the question of the day. And they're not always going to be Utah related. They may be lifestyle related, and that's where we're going today. Of course, we've been talking a lot about our plans individually, Brian and I's plans for the 4th of July this weekend. Well, we want to throw it out to you guys. 
What are you doing for the 4th of July? What are you grilling? What are your plans? Let us know at Locked On Utes on Twitter, at Brown Bear SLC, or at Jacob C. Hatch, or all three combined. Love to hear from you guys, and we'll kind of do a recap of this every day on the podcast. Let you guys have your voices be heard, and along the way, give you guys a shout-out. Don't you guys love that? I hope so, because we love shouting out our, our listeners and our subscribers as, as much as we possibly can. By the way, we've heard you, uh, Big Game Boomer, thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, saying that Utah is the least passionate fan base in the state. Come on. We all know that's got to be the Utah State Aggies, right? Jake, <laughs> take that locked on Utah State. <laughs> You didn't know where I was going with that one, did you? No, I got I, I bit on the curve. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> no, like, come on, big game boomer. You got you gotta do some more research there, dude. Like honestly. Oh, that was a hundred percent a troll job. They knew yeah. exactly what they were going for. If they'd done it for BYU fans, nothing would have happened because BYU fans would have ignored that. They know better. But Utah fans, we we got it. The Okie doke came for us. Yeah, no, it just it, it. You know what? Big game boomer. He does a lot of good things, but that one, yeah, I'm with you. It just seemed like a little more than uh, his typical self. It was very much a troll job, nonetheless. I will give I will give the account and that man their due. They managed to come up with inflammatory topics on a regular basis in all sorts of categories and, and rankings and whatever research they do. They're doing something right because yeah. they're they're managing to find restaurants in every single college town in America. So. <laughs> Uh, shout out to them for for driving conversations, good, bad, or ugly. Yeah, no, that that that's the thing though. It, 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 good, bad, ugly. You just kind of roll with it, and of course, we'll continue. Big game boomer, by the way. I I, I really enjoy some of the topics they come with because I'm with you, Brian. The fact that they're able to search out restaurants in every every program, city, just the various topics they cover. You can tell they're putting the work in. That's the thing is I respect the hustle. Like there's no way I could ever do that, that much work. I'm, I'm much better where I'm at right here behind the microphone talking about things that I know about, hanging out with you, interacting with our listeners. Yep. So, yeah. So, please answer the question of the day. Tweet at us. Let us know what you guys are doing this weekend. Send us some pictures, baby. We'll, we'll be happy to give you a shout-out on the podcast next week and also on social media. Brian, any final thoughts from you as we depart for a holiday weekend? Everybody be safe. Take care of your family. Uh, you know, take care of your chicken, as, as our friend Marshawn Lynch likes to say. And uh, we'll talk to you again on likely Tuesday. Yeah, we'll we have it all covered for you guys. So have a great weekend. This has been the Locked On Utes podcast for July 2nd, 2021. And we will talk to you guys on Monday or Tuesday. See you.